And welcome into our roundtable here. And technology has been a big disruptor of virtually any in any industry uh, in the world, but uh, particularly for freight and particularly now as well. We've got two gentlemen here that can talk about the impact of freight, uh, technology on freight. Ryan Rogers, the CEO of Text Locate, as well as Matt McClellan, the VP of Sustainability and Innovation at Covenant Logistics. Gentlemen, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. Appreciate Thank you. Yeah. This should be fun. Did you bring your? Did you bring enough for everybody? Just for the, the teacher. teacher and oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. So technology. Uh, we can go obviously a myriad of directions with this, but let's start out with something that you're involved with is EV, and and mm -hmm. in terms of what electricity and what new power forms, new fuel cells are, are doing right now. What do you see as being, and how how is this curve kind of changing the way people are looking at trucking, especially short haul and long haul? In 30 seconds, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's a great question with a really long answer, but I'll try to, to, to trim it down. Okay. So as a long haul trucker, Covenant Logistics is we're in the long haul business. We go seven, 800 miles a day on a good day, a three, 200 to 300 mile range, which is pretty much all you're going to get out of electric is just is not in our wheelhouse. We have a small percentage of our business where that's a good fit. We've demoed an electric truck with some customers. There's been a lot of complexities. There's a lot of issues with charging and setting up that infrastructure and um, uh, the, the mechanics and the maintenance is a whole nother sort of issue. We have to train people that otherwise don't have that skill set. So it's a, taking a little bit longer for that adoption to take place. There's a place for it, mm -hmm. not a huge place for it in the long haul business, but there's definitely a place for it in short haul delivery. How, how bullish are you on EV right now? Uh, depends on the state. Okay. And I know that sounds like a blow off answer. <laughs> I promise you it's not. There are some states where power is abundant. Mm -hmm. um, and there's other states like California where, despite what Gavin Newsom would have you believe, it's just not. They still have gotcha. rolling blackouts and things like that. So state by state. All right. How about what about driver feedback? What do you hear, Matt, the initial thoughts about EV? So yeah. the first couple of charges in the truck that we had for, uh, we piloted it with Delta Airlines, we got about 100 miles out of it instead of 250 really? because mm -hmm. the driver just could not believe the torque. He just had so much fun. And then it took him a <laughs> while to realize that every time he pulled up an exit ramp, it was sort of accelerating quickly just to see what the power of this thing would do. That's interesting. That had a, a negative effect on the overall range of the vehicle. The drivers loved it. You're, feeling, you're really? seeing, seeing the very interesting infancies of, of what technology can do when it's put in very interesting hands there as well. For the record, our drivers were driving safely. Okay. And uh, they, and following they, they the weren't exceeding the speed limit. Gotcha. All right. You don't get in trouble zero to 40 how fast <laughs> you get there, right? As long as you right. just don't go as long over as you don't go over that. Yeah. Ryan, let's look at uh, communication. Uh, you're obviously on the on the forefront of that. Technology is being a big yeah. help in, in trying to get driver communication, obviously shippers, carriers, needing to know where stuff is. Uh, how have you seen technology really, really change this part of the industry? Um, for us, you know, we're we're in a niche of just making it easier, you know, from a communication with the driver. What we what I always say is we're appealing to the EQ side of the driver. So for me, it's like the technology piece that we've kind of brought to market has just made it easier to communicate with drivers, like responsive rates are easier. So it's one of those where it's just a simple product that just improves the communication because I'm really passionate about making it easier for the drivers. One of the big, big goals that I would like to solve in our industry is just communication flow. Um, I call it visibility, visibility being location, communication, images, all that, but getting it to a driver as fast as possible. Cause I think there's too many times that like schedule changes occur and a driver just passed a, a great fuel stop and now they're on the way in and their schedule got delayed an hour or two hours. And so now instead of being at a nice fuel stop with facilities and restrooms and a place to eat, they end up in the back of a yard waiting two or three or four hours without any amenities. 
that's just one little piece that I'm like, if we could communicate that as fast as possible to the drivers and text makes it easy, like it, the driver doesn't have to be the first to know, but if they're, if they're the first plus one, you know, like the broker or the shipper, whatever, as soon as they get that, include the driver at the same time, that way they can adjust their schedule. I think it would have mm -hmm. hours of service and just quality of life for the drivers. You know, another thing I like about your product is simple problem, really. I mean, communication, why would that be a problem? Simple solution. Yep. Just like the shipping container, right? 1953. Yeah. Um, we got a few of the pieces. Yeah, we got a here. few of them here. But it was a simple problem with a really simple solution. But it was one of the most disruptive things that's ever happened in, in supply chain. And yet you also have the interest of what's coming up here in the not-too-distant future, and that's autonomy. And in terms of you getting yep. getting news to a computer now as opposed to exactly. a driver, that makes that much more seamlessly uh, antiquated. Let me ask you, first off, uh, what are your what are your thoughts on autonomy as it becomes a disruptor in in the trucking industry? I like autonomous. Um, I, Matt and I, actually before Matt came on board at, at Covenant, um, we had taken a look at like Tesla's truck, and I, I'm sure Matt's looked at it by now too. And Ryan used what to be doing. my boss, by the way. Gotcha. Yeah. At another in never. Another life. There's yeah. no boss. It just we would just we work together. You know, um, Matt's got great ideas, and we've talked about autonomous. I think it's great. I just think it personally. I think it's a little further out than people think. There's mm -hmm. just a lot of rules, regulations comfortability with people but what matt and i saw and it's not autonomous but i like a lot is the level three truck level two level three you know getting the capability we drove in one um covenant has one but the daimler truck just my daughter was had just turned 16 it was somewhere right there she was about to and matt and i are in this truck and kind of coming through lookout valley on the interstate and it just the safety precaution because it just makes it easier keeping it between the lanes is a big deal because of driver fatigue and things, I mean, you're always kind of drivers veer off or whatever. And I'm sitting there with a 16 year old daughter thinking, I'd rather have this equipment in there plus the driver, not to take anything away from the driver, just like it's a safety tool. I think it's great. Now, that's not autonomous, obviously, yeah. at this point, but. What do you, what's your take on it? Yeah, so I would echo Ryan's thoughts. You know, it's funny because full on level four, level five is kind of the holy grail, but there's this middle ground. Ryan mentioned level two. There's kind of a two plus. There's a product called Plus AI that is a, they, they initially they wanted to be an autonomous trucking company and they probably still are moving that direction. But what they realized was we've got all this tech with it, it's level two on steroids mm -hmm. um, for, I guess, would be a good comparison. And with their technology in the truck, it can do a lot of the things to take the driver fatigue out of the equation. So we're, we've looked at that. It's an interesting solution. Um, uh, Daimler is stepping up their game, you know, on their Cascadia product with making that you know side of it stronger. Uh, autonomous, which is what your question was, uh, we're very bullish on it. You know, Covenant's an expedited provider. We have one of the largest expedited fleets um, in the country, 850, 875 team drivers. So we understand what it's like to run long distances for longer than the ELD allows you for a single driver. And so um, it is something that's very necessary. I think one of the things you and I talked about beforehand is does AV steal jobs? Does it take away jobs? That's and, exactly where we're going. Yeah, and we get a lot of questions about that from drivers. And, you know, it's funny, you know, Bill, I was um, looking at an old interview that Bill Gates did one day about automation. He was talking about robotics in the warehouse, and he was sort of talking about all kinds of things from a, ro a robotic tax because of all of the, the, the taxes that were coming out of the state systems because you don't have to pay people anymore mm -hmm. to do these jobs. And all I could think of was, here's a guy that invented Microsoft Office, Microsoft Excel in particular, mm -hmm. which in effect eliminated probably three quarters of the accounting departments around the country because now you had this incredibly powerful tool that although replacing staff accountants wasn't the goal, that's in effect what happened. And so I just feel like autonomy 
It's not going to take jobs away. It's just going to shift the labor force. Kind of like the same bit. thing they talk about with typewriters. It's just yeah. an evolution. It changed jobs. It, it, yeah. I don't think it. I agree with Matt. I don't think it takes away from that disruption. I think it's just. I like to think of it like a superpower. Do we just agree? Because yeah. usually yeah. we love. That, yeah, usually we. Yeah, we did. But that's only on t- live TV. Yeah. Well, I mean, looking at it from Safer's perspective of of. of the driver, especially obviously when you're talking about autonomy, you're taking the driver out of the truck. But in, in other essences, yes, there are people that will say um, technology will take my job, will take something. And and what I've heard from people in various industries outside of trucking is that this will create more jobs, but you have to have a higher level of of, of education or training in order to, to reach that as well. Is that scary on that particular front when someone, say, for instance, just wants to come out of high school or come out of college? Got to be twenty-one still to get to have a CDL no. uh, to 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 jump into the thing. I don't think so, and personally, because I think it evolves. Like for example, Matt likes to use this a lot, and it's it's true. I mean, the pilot still is in the plane, right? So, but as far as like, so I don't know that. It, I think we're a long ways before, my opinion, before a, dri- a truck's just driving around completely by itself. But as far as well, the it brings like the, the scary proposition, it's like yeah, Jaws I mean, before you long, see the shark, right? But I think that's a long ways out. But it. The scarier could be the education, but I don't think so. I mean, um, young people coming out of school now, I mean, they're already on their phones. They're already very technology savvy. Mm -hmm. I think they roll into roles that they'll be trained and they learn. Obviously, I know a whole lot less about this than than Matt spent the time. I mean, what do you think, Matt? Yeah, I've I've ridden in every every truck from Too Simple to Aurora, Torque, uh, Embark, Kodiak. You know, I've ridden in all of them, and um, we've partnered with two. Uh, We're very bullish on it. I agree with Ryan. the time frame is a little bit further out. Um, you know, it's interesting. My wife's a physician. She's an OBGYN, and she learned a few years ago how to operate on a human being with the Da Vinci robot, which is a way she can be wow. in the next room. And it's a way to do minimally invasive surgery. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of things about it that are interesting. In the end, she was a fan of it, and then she wasn't. It helped her do her job better with less invasive work. Um, but in the end, they're sort of struggling with it, sort of catching on. And I think the, the corollary of that with autonomous is that you're still going to need experts, but they're just not necessarily going to be in the driver's seat. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Technology, the good, the bad, the misunderstood. That's where we have it. That's Gentlemen, right. thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Really appreciate it. All right. Thanks for coming by as well. We'll take a short break and come back right after this.